The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 144 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. Our friends at Planet Thunder are getting ready to produce a brand new film. You might remember Planet Thunder from the award-winning film Electric Nostalgia. Now the team needs your help in creating its newest film, Shifter. Here to talk about it is Jacob Layton Burns and Zachary Burns. Jacob, Zachary, so great to have you guys here. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having us back. Good to be here. Now, before we start, I want to run, it's going to be audio because obviously we're a podcast, but the concept trailer for Shifter, and then we can talk about it. Here we go. I built something, a device, and I used it on myself. Everything was okay at first, but then something happened. I can't control it, and it hurts. It hurts so much. Okay, and from there, it just gets really, really freaky. Uh, <laughs> so for anyone who hasn't seen this yet, go to uh, you can go to theplanetthunderfilms.com and you can see the uh, the, the trailer. And she basically, you see a, kind of what looks like a time machine in an attic. And then her hand gets popped up on the glass and it begins, well, disappearing, just disintegrating, <laughs> um, as of course, which will happen. When you travel through time. Exactly. Of course. Yeah, yeah, there, like, there, there are issues. Pretty straightforward. So tell us about <laughs> Shifter. So uh, Shifter is a time travel horror movie uh, about a young woman who uh, begins to experience some very painful and gruesome side effects after an experiment with time travel goes wrong, and it causes her to shift through time at random. So she could be at home, she could be at work, she could be on the couch, it doesn't matter. She could start uh, shifting through time, and she doesn't know how far forward or backwards she's going to go, oh, um, and it's also painful the entire time. So, oh. yeah, kind of a lighthearted comedy. Otherwise, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, so it's a rom com. Exactly. Is really oh yeah. What you're oh yeah. Okay. Sure, yeah. Just to clarify, zany comedy. Yeah, it's a zany rom com. <laughs> it, it's great though. That I've you know uh, th there have been a few that have touched on the horrors, the idea of time travel because sometimes we get these time travel things. As, oh, everything's fine. You're just going back and forth. No. <laughs> if, if you were to actually time travel, it'd probably be a bad it thing. Would be yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, I just recently read a fiction that proposed, it, it suggested the idea that every time you travel because of, and it was using quantum mechanics, like you're essentially disassembled, reassembled in a yeah. different place, that you die. And like the philosophical implications of yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. that was 
it was wonderful. Like I'd never really even thought about it, but yeah. it's like essentially like this is like the 26th version of that person. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 So that's, some that's, that's the idea behind the transporter, which freaks people out because the actual yeah. the transporter mm-hmm. in Star Trek. Oh, it's like the Jason Statham movie. Yeah, wow. You know, <laughs> your original body that's a new depth. And then put your body back together. Yeah. In yeah. another place. Exactly. So exactly. Are you it, that same person? Are you, yeah. are you exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's that it, 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 and, it and of course, analyzes you would never know. the implications of the psycholom- psychological ramifications of knowing that you essentially died. Yes, you didn't ascend. You died, and yeah. you're a new you. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so shifter. anyway, <laughs> shifter rom com time travel. I love the feature film. Uh, you, 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 so it's written and cast. Is that correct? Is that what I understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the script is written. We've done a few drafts of it. We'll probably do a few more before we start shooting. But yeah, we just recently announced the the cast, mm-hmm. um, which is very exciting. We got some cool people. I saw that. Um, got some. Mm-hmm. Got uh, Josh Bonzi, who is on Electric Nostalgia. He's I like back. that gentleman He's quite a bit. He's, yep. he's great. Um, and um, since then, he's actually been on TV. He was in an, an episode of Elementary on um, mm-hmm. CBS. I'm awesome. I'm not yeah. caught up. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, I would have flipped out. <laughs> yep, he's there. I, uh, uh, he's like a. I'm behind. I'm behind gives, on this season. He gives Sherlock some sass. I yeah. Think. That's oh, yeah, yeah. always yeah. good. Yeah. He got to give Bandy Snatch Cumberbund some sass. <laughs> no, 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 that's not, not, not that Sherlock. Oh, wait, the, Johnny Lee Miller even yes, better. Johnny, yeah. Sorry, Elementary is my show. I don't like Sherlock. It was Elementary. I like, oh, yeah. I like them both. No, I just, yeah. stopped, I just uh, stopped following Elementary, but I like the show. I just, oh, it's so yeah. good. It's CBS, and I don't watch so really yeah. CBS or anything. But yeah, yeah so, um, and also Ben Hall. Uh, all, yeah. Ben and I used to work together at Shakespeare in the Park. Oh, cool. Uh, oh, our, cool. I think our first show that we did together was the Scottish play over at what used to be the Stage Center. Now it's a parking lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and for the winter season back in 95 or something like that. And so when I saw, I see Ben just doing a whole bunch of stuff. So when I saw Ben on there, that's great. He is a very, very talented actor. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Super that may be why he looked familiar to me. It's very possible. Okay. He's yeah. been yeah. doing he's, he does a lot of acting. He for looked a long for, time. yeah, he yeah, looked yeah, really yeah. familiar. He's been a lot so. of, uh, features around here and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also one that we're super excited about is we got um, Paul T. Taylor, who uh, there's been only three people to officially play Pinhead in the Hellraiser movies, and he is one of them. Yeah. So we got we got a Pinhead, everybody. You got a Cinnabite. <laughs> for, for, for a sci-fi we're, we're horror, I don't think you could ask for a exactly. better person. Yeah, yeah. So we're super excited. He's a super nice guy. Um, oh yeah, super excited about it. So yeah, we're we're excited to have him on board. That's a good deal. Now you are uh, asking for help. Tell us a little bit about that. Mm. Yeah. Um. Sure. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> we are currently running a Indiegogo for mm-hmm. uh, to raise funding for Shifter. Um. We currently are at thirteen thousand six hundred. Six hundred eighty-three. 683, thank you. 128 Uh, backers. I've actually got got it open over here. Nice. Goodness, thank you. Um, Go ahead and hit uh, back it. Yeah, Yeah, just since you're there. Hit that little button. (laughs) Yeah. Give me just a second. It's a a bright hot pink button. You can't miss it. Um, uh, But yeah, we're currently um, uh, asking for people to help us make this movie happen. Um, And uh, we're very excited with uh, the support we've gotten so far, but, you know, there's still a good ways to go. So every... Literally every little bit helps, you know, yeah. even just $5 helps feed somebody for a day. So mm-hmm. sure. um, anything uh, anybody wants to, to contribute is super appreciated. Yeah. And, and we've got some really cool perks uh, for people. Um, uh, for those that contribute, there's anything from uh, get name dropped in a song 
that uh, our producing partner Vinny uh, <laughs> does each week. Um, those have been a lot of fun. Um, there's also got t-shirts. Yeah, t-shirts. Um, there's a shifter mug. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a uh, enamel pin. Yep, that one's Ooh. exciting. Uh, yeah, that one. That one's a special gonna... weakness. For me. <laughs> there you go. That one's gonna be really yeah, cool. You, that yeah. that yeah. might and, um, be where where you get me right there. <laughs> again. And, uh, <laughs> if you guys are uh, fans, there's a artist around here, Jerry Bennett. Uh, he did some concept art for the us. Jerry mm-hmm. Bennett. We right. know Jerry. Yeah. Jerry. Yeah. Jerry. We're very yeah. Jerry we're very tight with Jerry. Oh yeah, so he's he a great did, guy. He did some concept art for us, so that's one of our perks. You can get you can get a print of that. It'll be signed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. So yeah, so we, we tried to make it so that whatever level people contributed at, they got something cool out of it as well. And then hopefully at the end of it, there, there'll also be a cool movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're, overall, you are contributing to local film. Like, right. Yeah. That that mm-hmm. is that is not a small thing. Like. Yeah. You're, you're gonna say something? Well, yeah, I was wondering why you guys decided to do that. Why you guys decided to go to Indiegogo instead of just? Yeah. Um. So. Um. Kind of one of the big things with Didn't mean to stand up on Planet Thunder is we, we really enjoy, um, or it's just kind of one of our goals to help build the community and help kind mm-hmm. of, uh, that's what's been so cool, especially around nostalgia. We were kind of surprised how um, how much we were embraced and how much support and stuff mm-hmm. like we yeah. got. Like at the time, we really weren't that known within the community or outside the community. Um, and just pretty quickly, people kind of came behind us and really helped prop that movie up and it went much further than we ever thought it was going to thanks guys um yes thank you everybody <laughs> uh so we we decided to now that we know that what's possible and know what we can do we're like well yeah let's see if we can get the community involved from the very beginning uh and take advantage of that so then hopefully by the time it comes out then it's an even bigger um thing that can go farther and and um yeah hopefully the community will be there with us the whole time uh which is very which exciting. they will yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What does this help you do if you if you raise the money? You're looking for uh, at the moment you're looking for uh, thirty thousand. Yeah. Uh, thirty thousand dollars. What does that help you do as far as someone who doesn't know anything about film except for going to watch movies in the theater? What does this help you do? Uh, the number one thing it helps with is uh, compensation for the cast and crew, mm-hmm. um, and and to feed them. So those are the biggest costs on yeah. any movie set is getting people to show up every day do their job and then for us to be able to feed them mm-hmm. uh, while they're there. Uh, and so uh, that's what most of it's going to go towards. And uh, we've been very fortunate. We've had a few resources come to us since nostalgia. So there's actually a lot of things that we aren't going to have to pay for mm-hmm. um, or pay a lot less for, which is very exciting. So that means that money, that means we can hire more people and yeah. can make the movie. We can go better. farther with that money. Exactly. Um, so that's that's the main thing that it's for is for that. And then of course there's a lot of VFX, um, mm-hmm. a lot of we'll need a lot of locations and stuff like that, production design. Uh, so all those kind of things we'll we'll definitely need uh, money for wardrobe, makeup, all that stuff. That that stuff have to, has to be bought at some point. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, number number one is uh, is. Yeah, just pay it. There's a lot of people who are sharing their their time and talent with us, and we just want to make sure that they're taken care of. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all it's all, it takes a lot. To, yeah. You know, it takes a village to put together a movie. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Truth, yes. <laughs> it's not a one band type man type show. You've got and and how long are you expecting Shifter to uh, the 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 length of the film? How long do you expect it to be? Uh, the finished film will probably be. I think the script is like 95 pages or something like that. Yeah. So it'll probably be. 90 and 100 minutes we usually try to keep them down close to 90 yeah keep uh, it under the two hour mark yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
And Electric Nostalgia was that, wasn't it? About 90? It was like 90, 93? Yeah, 93 altogether. About an hour and a half, which is, I think, I think the perfect length. I think sometimes if people are, especially nowadays, going a little bit overboard in the length <laughs> of films. Like, True. Really. You know, uh, for the longest time, some of the best movies out there were only two hours long. Yeah, and, yeah. You, know, you should be able to tell your entire story <laughs> in two hours. If not, you know. If not, maybe make a sequel yeah, make a sequel. <laughs> yeah. or you and really need to think you're editing right you think that's editing it's yeah. your friend by the way uh on you can find the link to the uh the indiegogo on our facebook page as of right now there so, you go yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. along you can watch the creepy trailer yes so yeah, there you go I, shifterfilm.com mm. <laughs> yeah I, and I, I did uh actually you've uh you got a link through planetthunderfilms.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also just, for the fun of it, went to Indiegogo, I think at indiegogo.com, and just search Shifter mm-hmm. or Planet Thunder Films, mm-hmm. and you guys will come right up. Yeah. So cool. it's, yeah, it's yeah. not a problem, uh, especially Shifter. That's an easy thing to search for on, yeah. on Indiegogo, mm-hmm. and it comes right up. And that's great because you've got a five-minute long uh well produced piece there oh, thank you. Yeah, which talks know. about yes. what you guys have done in the past why why this is needed and then we see the the short that again is creepy creepy but what do you imagine do you think they were going for that? I think so. Oh, no. Are you going for creepy, uh, or did you totally miss oh, the mark? It was supposed to be delightful. <laughs> right. oh, no. oh, Even the, uh, yeah, I'm supposed see, to feel I, good after watching it. I, oh, no. I nailed it. Lighthearted rom-com. <laughs> time the, travel the gone time, wrong. It's the time traveler's wife. It's, you know, <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the, even the, um, oh, what do you call this, the, 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 the drawings, the storyboards. That you guys have oh, within yeah, the video, yeah, the, concept where yeah. the concept art is like, ooh, <laughs> 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 yeah. it looks really yeah, good. It's just, yeah, um, yeah, and so, and so much fun. Uh, and so, <laughs> if you guys, so you got the cast, you got the um, the everything else kind of going right now. You're, you're of course trying to raise money. How long do you think it'll take to f- shoot this film once you guys get started? Um, the plan is to shoot in November mm-hmm. um, if all goes according to plan, and then. Um, we it'll probably be either a three or four week shoot depending on fundraising and yep. stuff like that um we much prefer four weeks we'd mm-hmm. like a little bit of <laughs> breathing room a little bit yeah yeah uh we did nostalgia for three weeks and it's it's possible but man it's hard it's really hard <laughs> yeah it's so, tough um so yeah kind of aiming for four week shoot there and then uh yeah post-production will take a while <laughs> oh well, yeah quite quite a few months uh, for sure well, yeah, and that's that's the. I mean, what we talked about that many times on this show is when people go, "Well, they're done filming. Why isn't this movie coming out?" Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot that's when the work involved. begins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, of course, I, we you never know when once you're editing, once you're doing this, whether uh, a shot didn't work and you need yeah. to do some reshoots. Exactly. Uh, maybe yeah. something yeah. isn't working in your editing process, and you realize we've got to rewrite this. Yeah. Because what looks good on paper isn't always going to go the same once you get that back up on the film yeah absolutely sure, yeah. like there's 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 definitely kind of a saying and kind of a general understanding in film that the film gets written three times basically so you get it's written in the script stage and then when you're on set it gets rewritten just as you're going and just the way things happen and yeah. performers do things differently and you mm-hmm. know or the location didn't work uh and then in post-production it gets rewritten again and this definitely happened with nostalgia where like some, you realize, oh, actually, I don't need all this information. We get yeah. this from this scene. We're fine without it. Um, or um, This scene would work better towards the middle of the movie instead yeah. of the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, there's some scenes that, like, in the script, in Nostalgia, were near 
like the third act of the movie, but then we realized, oh, actually that would, that information could be useful earlier. So we moved mm -hmm. those scenes in like the first act of the movie. Um, well, if you're a, really paying attention, there's a scene in nostalgia yeah. that uh, actually shows up twice. That's right. I forgot about that. Uh, it was a longer scene, but we split it up. So part of the scene happens earlier in the film, and the other part of the scene happens later in the film. <laughs> and they, they just play like two different scenes. Yeah, you don't realize it. If you, if you look really closely, you'll see that they're wearing the same wardrobe. Yeah. Uh, but if you're not looking for it, you'd you're have, never going to notice You'd have to know it. that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Laundry happens. Exactly. Yeah. Right? People, yeah. people wear the same stuff. There's a lot of times when, you, when you're watching like the DVD features of something, and they... they Show something you're like, uh, that would have made a lot more sense to this movie if you'd added that in. <laughs> yeah. but, but it's like, we the only reason we couldn't is because the pacing. It mm -hmm. just, yeah, 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 you're yeah, going, yeah. going, 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 going. And then if you stop for some kind of informational thing, it's like, well, that just dropped off everything. So sometimes yeah, you, the killer. pacing of yeah. a movie will, will change those things. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. All, it's all a balance and it's all super difficult to know, especially if you're like, for me and Zachary, who were there yeah. in the script, script stage, on set, and everything, it's really hard for us because we know everything about this movie mm -hmm. there is to know. Uh, so it's really hard for us to know, okay, what information is actually needed? So that's why it's really important to get other people to watch it right. and mm -hmm. get their, like, hear their did, feedback. Did you, and did you understand it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Do you guys co-direct or do you, do, you, do you consider yourselves as different job titles within the film? We we have co-directed mm -hmm. some. Uh, this one I'll be the director and Zachary right. will be more of a producer. Mm -hmm. um, but there have been a, some films like we did a documentary called Fleeting Light um, that we co-directed. But yep. um, Zachary definitely took the lead on that one. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we also did Let the Body Sit the Floor, um, yeah. which was a <laughs> forty-eight hour, 48 hour film, film short. <laughs> oh, nice! Um, that was a lot of fun. That was pretty But yeah, we we co-directed that. But yeah, for uh, features so far, I've always been the mm -hmm. director, and then Zachary's mm -hmm. more of a producer. Did Did you guys take place take part in the forty eight hour film uh, the the forty eight hour shoot that just happened back was it last month I think uh, We didn't. We we watched yeah. we went to the screening uh, afterwards that showed all of them. But yeah, we we didn't participate this time. We were okay. <laughs> we were busy with this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. But you guys you guys have participated before, and, and, mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. been a pretty big deal. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. It's such a cool thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I love the idea of it uh, because what a great way to get together. I mean, it's basically a it's a weekend convention with people yeah. who are just yeah. doing theater stuff. Yeah. Yeah, much. Uh, I mean, film stuff, not not theater, but 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 movie film, and just people sharing their ideas and just having fun with the craft. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's that's why we did it a few years ago. We actually did it right after Nostalgia premiered at Dead Center, and we're oh, like, yeah. we just want to like have fun on a movie set again. <laughs> like, yeah, so we did that, <laughs> and uh, we just pulled a lot of nostalgia people with us onto mm -hmm. our our nice. team, and um, yeah, just had a blast. It was just so much fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and it's crazy. I think this year they had like 27 teams or something like that. Yeah, which is, which is a lot yeah. of teams. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's incredible. I yeah. love that it's growing like that. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Just, I just love the whole idea. Yeah. yeah. Just guerrilla filmmaking for 48 hours and sure. see what mm -hmm. you get. Just go out there and do it. It's like throwing just, paint at the wall and see oh, what I'd happens. Oh, I love it, yeah. 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 Basically. Someday I want to go down there and just, just try out as an actor. Let people just put do me, it. Throw, throw me there. Do, do it, man. I'll be an extra. Do it. Yeah. I'll do it. Because I, I, I love film. I love the idea of it. Uh, I've, I've done a few pieces, but not, you know, and I know it's growing here. So you yeah. can. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, it's wonderful. You can be in a lot of stuff that's going on. It's just amazing. Yeah. Because it's growing so much in Oklahoma um, exponentially is yeah. what it feels like. It feels like, you know, 20 years ago or so when, when Dead Center really started, it was just kind of creeping along. And even in the past mm -hmm. 10 years or so, it was, it was just creeping along. And then all of a sudden, just 
Yeah. Over the past oh, yeah. three or four years, it just seems like it's exploded. Yeah. And everybody's Definitely. just being a part so of it. So amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, when, so Zachary, when, so, so Jacob directs, you're mm-hmm. producing what people, everyone knows, everyone knows what a director does. Yeah. <laughs> what does a producer do in a film? Uh, oh, well, definitely when shooting the film, the big part of it is, hey, everybody, do exactly what you're doing, but just 10 times faster. <laughs> right. Because that's, that's a lot of it. Daddy's because, got a budget. Yeah. Like we, we got budgets, we got schedules we got to keep right. to. Walks around with a calculator in hand <laughs> and a yeah. spreadsheet. Right. And a clipboard. Basically. And it's like, okay, whatever you're doing, do it cheaper. <laughs> do it cheaper, but We're also indie faster. film, faster, faster cheaper. Faster yeah. equals time is money. Yeah. Time is exactly. Money. Say that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely a big part of it. Um, but, uh, but even beyond that, it's mostly just like more of the logistics of, of filmmaking. So making sure that uh, everything is scheduled, everybody knows when to be where and what they're going to be doing there. Um, and uh, making sure, you know, budgetary wise, things are all working out that we know what we're paying for and how much it costs and right. all that kind of stuff. Um, so really just producing is is way more of just the, uh, business logistics. logistics of actually how to make and shoot a movie, um, yeah. which is an interesting challenge um, and really hard, especially when you're someone like me who I kind of do logistics stuff, but my brain is also still way more on the creative side of things. I'm a logistics wonk, so like, I would love that. Yeah. That's yeah. the part I would love. Put me yeah. in front of a camera, I'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah. So the director's me basically in with a spreadsheet. I am comfortable. Yeah. Right. So the director's basically in charge of the the film, whereas the producer is more in charge of just the production itself. Is is making sure that everything is produced correctly. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the, basically, the, the, that you know, you've got your caterer, you've got your 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 things going on. You you know what you're spending on. You know what, mm-hmm. um, and making sure you've got your scattered your locations. Yeah. I'm guessing your streets like that. are blocked off. Yeah. Your, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. God, it must be. Yeah. And, make, and make it simpler for yeah. him to just go in there and, and shoot what he needs to. Yeah. Exactly. Basically, my yeah. job is to say this is what I want. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is what it needs to look like. This is what I need, and he has to go. <sighs> okay, fine. Right. I feel like as an event planner, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, exactly. That's oh, yeah. exactly that's, what yeah. I did for years. It's <laughs> just on a different like making a movie, not making an event. But exactly. yeah. yeah. There's a lot of similarities. Yeah, there's a for lot sure. of yeah. lot of hats. Yeah. Mm. A lot of hats. And yeah. a lot of finesse. Definitely. Like, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have any ideas how many locations you want to shoot this? Um, we haven't done like a full breakdown of the script yet, yeah. but like it's probably around Six or seven. Six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. There's kind of 20 different places. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys <laughs> scout your own locations or do you like get help or? We, um, I asked because a brother-in-law is a location scout and I'm curious like how the logistics of like, did they hire, like you hire those people or do so, they just like send you tips? Uh, yeah, kind people of with money of would hire those people. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Okay, that's good. That's, that but, makes uh, a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. We we do have some like location scout friends and stuff like that. And, yeah. And so we we talk to them because what's great about them is they've done it so much in other movies. They kind of just have a general idea of what mm-hmm. is out there and who what's available. And they so, have relationships with people, exactly, right? yeah. which yeah. is a big part of it. Yeah. yeah. And so like we well like for that uh, concept trailer that you played earlier, uh, we needed a barn, so we just went to our friend. Casey Crowness and was like, we need... Hey, man, do you know any barns around? Yeah. Yep. And he literally pulled up that barn like 
yeah. two seconds later. Yeah, yeah he, he was sent us like, a link with photos. And he everything. was like, this yeah. bar is great, and it's owned by this really cool guy. Yep, that sounds very much And then like we're like, this bar looks awesome. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and then like, we shot there. Work. Yeah, <laughs> basically. There we go. Thumbs up. <laughs> Thanks for doing the legwork. The, the cracks yeah. in the the, the 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 board so that you could actually see some sunlight coming. Yeah, through. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah it, was, uh, it was perfect. It was perfect. a great looking barn. Yeah. Um, and so, and also, I'm guessing that you know locations. Like the the great thing about the 48 hour film festival is it gives you opportunity to kind of look at other places as mm-hmm. well. Uh, yeah. So later on, you mm-hmm. go, ah, uh, that place totally. would be really good. It doesn't work for the film I'm doing right now, but later on, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah you, you got to be always on the lookout for stuff. Even when I'm driving down the street, I might be like, oh, it's an interesting building. I yeah. Remember mm-hmm. that, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. It's kind of like looking for a house, but worse. Because <laughs> you've always <laughs> gotten that book out. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. For like maybe yeah. five, ten years. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know just from my brother-in-law's like brief, you know, like tooling around with him a little bit. It's like, oh, we got to pull over. And I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> well, even like on a. Nostalgia, we shot so much of it in the Paramount building across the street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually, the first time we'd gone to the Paramount building, we were there uh, for a wedding reception or something. There was th- someone yeah. did a wedding reception. Mm-hmm. Our cousin, I think, yep. did a had like kind of a small party in the cafe that used to be there. Oh, nice. And uh, we were there and like someone said, it's kind of a cool building. You guys should go like walk around. And we're like, okay, cool. Like, Whatever. So we would go upstairs and we were like, I know, yeah. <laughs> 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 And so we yeah. hadn't even started really preparing nostalgia yet, but yeah. we were like, I think we found like half of our movie in this mm-hmm. building. And Pretty luckily much. it worked out. We, we did shoot a large, oh, large yeah. portion of the movie in that building because they yeah. just had, we were, had so much there. We were offer. very yeah. lucky. We, we really kind of took over the second floor for about a month, Yeah, um, yeah. which was amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't think people awesome. understand that you could actually use the same location for different locations in the film. Totally. It, it mm-hmm. just, Different camera angles, different, you know, I mean, you can backlight, you can do, you can do yeah. any different kind of lighting. There's a lot of things you could do to make it look like a, just a totally different place. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of that is a producer's job to say, you know, what if we, you know, what, <laughs> if, what if we just did some fancy trickery and uh, made this look like this different place? Yeah. And so then we save money because then we don't have to move to an entire new location right. and waste that time and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So Cart just all like, those people. yeah, because like nostalgia, we shot. We shot all of the like Project Lazarus stuff there and like the, the office space and the lab. But then we also shot, because there was a cafe downstairs, so we were able to shoot the cafe and then we were able mm-hmm. to shoot, there's like a scene in a funeral home. We were able to turn one of the rooms into looking more like a funeral home and stuff like yeah. that. And so, um, yeah, you just, it's, just got, again, you just kind of always have to be on the lookout and just do some creative thinking and, you know, budgetary reasons kind of force you to think outside the box a little bit yeah um and how you shoot it and stuff so you do get the creative outlet still with as a producer it's just a little bit yeah like you you still have to think creatively as far as like how can i logistically make this you know work to be as cheap as possible but still you know as like as far as locations like still look good but still be feasible for getting the production in there um and you know where is everybody going to park? Where are we going to store the equipment? All that kind of stuff. Where are they going to go to the bathroom? Where are they going to go to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. This is a yeah. big That's one. Such yeah. a huge, yeah. 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 If we could, I'm telling you, if you, you ever don't want to do this, yeah. event planner, you yeah. are a sh. <laughs> <laughs> it will be a pun intended cakewalk. <laughs> go shoot in a quarry and yeah. have no idea where people are going to go to the bathroom. Okay. Right, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's definitely been films that I've walked on where yeah. we're like, oh. 
there's 50 people here and they are going to need bathrooms at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And chairs. Yeah. 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 Chairs. yeah. Oh, yeah. Things to eat. Mm-hmm. Water. Yeah. 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 Been there. Done mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I'd like to it's see some places. I know there's like, uh, there, there's some, some Western reenacting towns around that, that don't oh, mind yeah. you so much going in if you want if you obviously give them warning to, mm-hmm. to but I've gone and, and shot I did some makeup work with a, a crew they were just doing a western type film and so they, there's this western reenacting place like just northeast of oh, Oklahoma nice. yeah. city and, and you could just I've been there yeah you could just go there and, and I, of course I mean I think any place that would be uh, like medieval fairs you could kind of have fun with yeah because uh, yeah, there's a lot, sure. of, a lot of the renaissance festivals have already set up with Renaissance looking buildings. You just yeah. need to yeah. put people in there. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's, there's places you could go. You just have to find them and know mm-hmm. what it is you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. Who wrote uh, uh, this? Who wrote Shifter? Um, so a, a lot of times with our movies, me and Zachary kind of hash out the general overall story mm-hmm. together. Um, and so that's kind of what happened with Shifter. Is, is, is kind of a night. Like it started with, I, I had, I had had this idea early on of like, time travel and horror like what if we put those together like what would that be and so i kind of mold that over some and talk to zachary about it and then just one night we kind of uh hurt our brains trying to figure out what that would be like <laughs> and once we kind of figured out the premise uh um that was that was just a exciting moment because we kind of were like okay now we understand what this movie is and so then we kind of over the next month or so kind of hashed out just as we thought of things like oh this could happen or this would be an interesting set piece and stuff like that uh, and then once we kind of had that outline worked out, then I actually sat down, uh, and, um, wrote it mm-hmm. all the way through. So I, I generally do the, the actual screenplay writing. And then once I get a draft done, I'll send it to Zachary and Vinny. Um, they'll read it over, send me a bunch of notes and sure. I'll be like, these are stupid. It's uh, a great <laughs> process that really works with my writing style of <laughs> let's hash out this story and these ideas and then I walk away. Right. right. Jacob actually does all the writing Concept. work. Concept. Go. And yeah. then he sends me what he wrote and I'm like, okay, here's all the things and ways that make this better. Yeah. <laughs> and then I walk away again. That's right. And he <laughs> writes and then some I have more. To, I have to figure out what the heck they're talking about. <laughs> uh, so, it. again, really works yeah. with my, my my style. Sounds like, sounds like you've got it down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, just... Like being a long, do you handwrite? Like, do you long form write? Do you type? Oh, yeah. Do you uh, I do type. it on a BlackBerry? Do um, you? Yeah, we usually just use something boring like text edit or something like that for the outline. Yeah. Um, and then, but then the actual screenplay, I usually write in some screenwriting software of some sort because um, then it's got all the formatting and stuff. So I don't have to think about oh, formatting. I can just. I did not. I did I not. Know that was, that I sense. didn't know that was yeah. a thing, but that makes perfect sense. Yeah, like it's so, it, it like name helps you with like dialogue and who's, is who's this, your screen? Who's your screenwriting? What, if you want to name drop, I've been using Final Draft for a long time. There's a few others I've heard. Um, Final Draft. I've come some new ones that I'm going to look into, but Final Draft is the one I've used for a long time. Nice, yeah. and so that helps you with. For, oh, I can imagine because they're all in the same format, format. and, and yeah. unfortunately, mm-hmm. you can't get that in a word processor. Well, yeah, like, like Word it's or something. Probably going to break your heart. Well, you, yeah, <laughs> if you were to try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say you got. I mean, and of course, I mean, I remember when I was a kid and I tried writing any kind of screenplay type stuff, mm-hmm. and you try that on. A, I'm, I'm talking an old typewriter. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Emily. Right in the middle, cold, yeah. Yeah. INT, Return. You know. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nope. Like. I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft Word has some sort of template you could use for it or something, but Google uh, Docs probably does. Yeah, they probably yeah. do. Probably do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just with those software, 
like final draft and stuff like that they've just got it all worked out so you just need to hit tab once or it just you know it's, it's very intuitive yeah. and knows kind of what you need and and you know like i generally understand the format of a screenplay but i don't want to have to think about it every time I'm yeah. yeah so yeah it's very handy that's wonderful and i've, I've had no idea there was some, yeah it just yeah. well really it never it's like the logistics of the thing never occurred to you until yeah. you have to think yeah doing it you had some screenwriter over and over again of dealing with microsoft word finally but you know what yeah there's probably got to be a much easier way to do this <laughs> hold on just a second. work on, smarter not <laughs> harder so what makes it horror so um a few things so the the main thing is whenever she uh begins shifting through time it's it's painful as you can kind of see in the trailer yeah. like it's it's more of in, instead of you know there's a lot of time travel movies they all kind of have their own way of how what it looks like and, and stuff like that and um uh uh a lot of times you know like back to the future you're just in a car and then all of a sudden you're in another place that there's just like no real change in you mm-hmm. Um, so I started thinking like, well, I mean, man, your body's being broken down at like a subatomic level, like very, very tiny levels and then putting, being put back together. Like surely that's gotta be painful or like have some sort of effect on your body. It's got to at least tickle. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, so that, yeah. So I kind of started from that. So like, um, so yeah, it's almost a, um, uh, I almost hesitate to say like body horror. It's not quite as far as like David Cronenberg movies, but like kind of <laughs> leaning in that way, like the fly I, and stuff like that. The, where the like, term oh, has come up a couple body of times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Explain that body horror. Uh, body horror is like um, uh, the, fly the fly with Jeff Goldblum mm-hmm. where um, the, the horror isn't just coming from like, cause there's not really a lot of like jump scares in that movie mm-hmm. or stuff like that. It's more of this guy, his body is like, decomposing off of his when his teeth are falling yeah exactly stuff like that where it's just kind of gross horrible things happening to your body yeah the stuff that i yeah yeah just watch any early cronenberg film and you'll know exactly what body horror is (laughs) yeah yes you will yeah it's (laughs) horrible but i guess it's also just the unknown Mm -hmm. you don't know Mm -hmm. what's going on you don't know what's going to happen yeah exactly so she doesn't know uh when it starts happening, she know, one, she doesn't know when it's going to happen. And then two, she doesn't know uh, in what time she's going to be in. So, like, the movie doesn't really jump, make huge jumps in time. It's more within her life and kind of as it goes, it gets worse in longer periods. Uh, but even, you know, if you just shifted ahead a few days, um, that could really effect because you you, what did you miss over these few days or Mm -hmm. you know like or were you supposed Uh, to meet somebody one day or something like that exactly Mm -hmm. and so and then but then she might jump backwards so it's like every time she has to figure out like where she is you know in in the time frame and then like uh all the stuff and where she is in relation to her previous time jumps yeah because there could be multiples of her walking around now yeah it's yeah a bunch of weird stuff yeah and paradox Mm -hmm. yeah there's Mm -hmm. some paradox stuff in there oh good and you know, you know what happens if you meet yourself? You explode. It's just, I don't know. Actually, that's what happens in 12 Monkeys, the, 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 the yeah. show. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You, you create, like, you create such an, like, a space-time anomaly that it literally, like, blows a hole. Yeah, that, that's what happens in Doctor and they Who, too. Blow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blow up. Yeah. It's called a, I forget, they have a term for it. But, yeah, you, if you get too close to yourself... In a time paradox, the paradox like 
it blows. Yeah, and that's what I, I mean. That's what I love about about time travel. Just period is as a as a sci-fi tool. Yeah. You really do. We don't know what could. I mean, do, when you travel back in time, did you go back in time and fix something that was already going to happen, so the time mm-hmm. just kind of kept going, or did you go back in time and change something so that when you go back in the fo- forward, it's there's the yeah, more of the butterfly effect. So yeah, you, you, yeah. you've changed everything. The, the world isn't the same that you knew. And it just it leaves it all up to interpretation. However, you want to write it. That's the yeah. beautiful thing about time travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And like that was that was kind of one of the exciting things about Shifter and got me excited was just that felt like we'd maybe found a new approach that hadn't been done yet. Because mm-hmm. like you've got a lot of um, uh, with time travel movies, you do have the movies like Back to the Future and stuff like that, where it's like, oh, I've got to go back and fix something, right. fix the timeline. Or you've got the movies that are more about the paradoxes, like Primer and stuff like that, where it's just you, the whole time it's just like a puzzle that you're trying to put together. Mm-hmm. And then um, what's the other one? Like a fish out of water story, um, mm-hmm. like uh, Time After Time or something like that. Where oh yeah, yeah. Jumps forward or backward in time, and it's it's more of a comedy. Like oh, I don't know how to eat at McDonald's or something like <laughs> yes. that. Uh, right. And so, right. Uh, Which, and just oh, if you haven't seen Rock, Time After Rock Time, it's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the, a great oh, movie. The, yeah. Yes, yeah. And it was the only thing. That, and uh, David Warner. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. like 1980 or 81, something like that. Yeah, yeah. and it's like a great that. movie. It's oh yeah, Malcolm McDowell. Yes, I'm just making he plays, he plays H.G. Wells. And the only thing that was disappointing about this movie was they only really went to present day. Of course, at the time it was present day, like yeah, 1980, yeah. and then back. Yeah, um, oh. and it would have been so neat if there was actually Lame. some kind of more time. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, basically, yeah. the storyline is that H.G. Wells uh, <laughs> creates the time machine, Word. and uh, Jack the Ripper, played beautifully, of course, by David Warner. Kid grabs the time machine and he goes forward into our time period. You mean they um, have prostitutes just walking the street? Well, that's, well, that's it's it's kind also there, there's actually a <laughs> yeah, moment sorry. where he, he turns on the television and says, "This is my time." David, I mean Jack the yeah. Ripper's like this. He, I mean, there's murders, there's right? Wars, there's he turns on the stab stab murder like, channel and like, he's yeah. like, "This is my people." Yeah, it's like yeah. I have they, they've caught up with me. Sorry, I yeah. think I just wrote my own rom com <laughs> like, right there. Yeah, I think so. yeah. And the QQ moment where Malcolm McDowell walks into uh, a McDonald's. And doesn't know how to order food. Malcolm McDowell forever. It's called a big deal. Yeah. And Mary C. Virgin is also in that. Plays his love interest. Nice. Okay. All I'm missing is like Christopher Lloyd and I'm happy. Time after time. Okay, I'll check it out. And written and directed by Nicholas Meyer, who also wrote Wrath of Khan. Yep. Uh, okay. Really? Yep. <laughs> yep. So you learn something every day. You do exactly. learn something every day. <laughs> the more you learn. Dun, 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 dun. Right. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> so why time travel? Like what, what got you interested in, like what, not necessarily influences, I know we asked about that, but like why, why did you, why do you want to tackle the time travel? Um, I mean, I think thing. like uh, to, on a very basic level, I just love time travel movies. And so I've always For sure. wanted to, uh, try to explore that. And I've had a few kind of time travel ideas throughout the years, but um, this one specifically, um, we, we thought we found a really good way to kind of use time travel for something that we hadn't really seen before. And so it's kind of, so the movie has kind of, while it is scary and we've got all the cool time travel stuff and we've got some body horror stuff, um, at its core, it's really a, a character drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. so it's really more about how this affects this this woman and the things that she's going through and how it affects her relationships and stuff like that. Um, and so what we, we thought we found kind of an interesting way to kind of explore um, 
like depression and isolation and um, unchecked hubris and stuff like that, but kind of using time travel as kind of a, a, a mode to kind of tell this story. Um, and so... Um, I'm so into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Like, so, so, so into yeah. that. Should it's like when I realized yeah. The Magicians was not at all about magic. Yeah. <laughs> like, the books. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Same yeah. thing. Tackling, like, big yeah. topics using these really neat... Yeah. Uh, framework, yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Like, that's why we really love sci-fi and horror and stuff like that because mm-hmm. I feel like they kind of give you an opportunity mm-hmm. to kind of take these subjects that might be kind of difficult to talk about just straight up yeah but it kind of gives you a way that so like we n- never in a movie someone's like oh man I have depression right now or anything like that <laughs> right. it kind of gives it, us a it way gives you a framework to, exactly to yeah. Work within. Kind of yeah. That, yeah yeah absolutely I, I and I love that genre fiction I love the act the writers and directors that are working that way I mean um Jordan Peele comes to mind just mm-hmm. because yeah. of, yeah. Right. you know, social, and Romero, social commentary totally. within yeah. the framework of horror. Um, why are you drawn to horror? Why are you drawn to creeping people out? What's, <laughs> what's your thing? What, what's that about? Tell us about your childhood. Is it influence or is it, you know, do you, just the horror genre is such an open... I, yeah, I think it's a little mm-hmm. bit of that. Like, I, I think it goes back to just I think it is very versatile and I think it's over the years has it, there has been kind of some taboos of like you hear horror people just immediately think of like cheap slasher oh, movies absolutely. and stuff like that yeah. and they don't realize it can be so much more than that mm-hmm. uh, and so I always it did get a bad reputation in the 80s yeah yeah, yeah for the, sure the, yeah. Right. the horror porn yeah exactly yeah so actually 90s torture porn I think really like it was yeah but I just remember growing and I keep I mean, thinking of these by that time puns, I was done I'm watching, like stuck yeah. the knife in that but I mean really <laughs> Yeah, but you're right. 80s slasher flicks and then 90s torture porn, like, hostile. Saw and stuff like uh, that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. What is that one? Uh, uh, that The director, AHA. Um, anyway, high tension. Things like that. Like, just yeah. really, mm-hmm. really, yeah. like. Yeah. Like, yeah. almost Grand Guignol. Like, anyway. Mm-hmm. Going back. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think. Um, but yeah, so I think it's, it's kind of a genre and I, and I will say in the last few years, I think it's, it's actually, there's been some really great, like it follows and, um, yeah, absolutely. uh, the witch and stuff like that, the Baba Duke, um, some really, really good horror movies that kind of, they're not just about the scares and the kills. They're more about other things. Beyond yeah. That. They're so that's sophisticated. Really they're yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then and then just the, the other part is just it's really fun to like make an audience cringe and yeah, it's yeah. fun to be in a theater and watch them you know like in nostalgia. Like, there's ooh. kind of a jump scare early, early in the movie. Uh, there's a there's a car wreck and it's it's always fun when I'm in the theater because uh, there, there's always people that go <gasps> yeah, <laughs> so, like, yes. so it's I it's do cool. it I do enjoy yeah moment. yeah exactly yeah. so it's, yeah. it's cool to like. Like, actually I made get some, that. I made that. Yeah, I mean, get some audience feedback all, and yeah. engagement and stuff like that. And so cool. you don't necessarily get that with the drama sometimes because you're mm-hmm. just kind of people are just kind of silently watching, which is great. But yeah. it's it's fun to kind of you can feel the energy when when the mm-hmm. movie's affecting them like that. Definitely, that's a lot of fun. Definitely, and that's part of the joy of seeing scary movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, or or even just tense yeah. like, thrillers mm-hmm. and stuff with an audience versus you know the, by yourself. You know, it's yeah. that it's that little bit of Schadenfreude, especially if you yeah yeah, yeah. talked about it like i like 
I always talk about watching my husband watch the Red Wedding, having knowing <laughs> <laughs> him having never read any of the books, uh, yeah. and me being like, oh, yeah, I didn't tell you what's going to happen in this yeah. book. And just, it was just me being like, <laughs> and you can't see me on the radio, but I'm like just looking at him oh, on the couch, yeah. 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 not yeah. looking at the screen at all, because I know what's happening. I'm just watching <laughs> him yeah, being like, yes, no, the first time she watched no, the Red Wedding, yes. no. <laughs> yeah, and then cursing my name for like a couple of days. But yeah, yeah. it's that, but it's also that element of experiencing it together. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And it makes it a little less scary. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. And I guess there's also got to be, uh, it, it, there's there's so much part of storytelling, especially with the editing process, with, with adding music, um, building a moment, because in real life, we have no idea something's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If this building right now that we're sitting in were to blow up, it would just blow up and yeah, we'd all die. Yeah, there'd be a sweeping like, dumb. There would be no <laughs> build up of seeing that person set the dynamite yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah. um, you yeah. know the, or the, you know, the thing that were t- touching the right light and focusing on that you know electrical mm-hmm. shock or whatever that stuff doesn't happen in real life so <laughs> there's a lot more in horror to be able to set up the audience to go you you're some something's yeah. about yeah. to happen yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the creepy really. strings yeah yeah, yeah. 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 oh yeah yeah Absolutely. It's, it's fun how much creative control do you how much creative control do you give to the person that scores and and does the music or and how much do you how how heavy a hand do you have in the control over the sonic, like the the you know the audio and yeah, not the fully work and stuff, like, but the score essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. totally. So um, Vinny does our uh, composing. So Vinny is actually um, that's what we met him at OCU, and he was actually a music composition major, but he hung out with all the filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so good for him. He, um, yeah, yeah it was a good job call. security. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So uh, we started working together uh, around then. And um, he's done most of our. We've had some other composers do some other projects, but all the big stuff he usually I thought he did. does. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he yeah did. He's I thought out. he did do most of them. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I, uh, not all directors are this way. I'm. I know just enough about music to be super annoying. Right. Um, <laughs> so like, I can't like read music necessarily, but I like have a general understanding of timing and stuff like that. And uh, and so like I, I probably annoy him with uh, all the notes and stuff I have because uh, they probably don't make sense most of the time. Right but, to a but, composer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Okay, guys, <laughs> yeah. go do your director thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I got this. Yeah. I got this. Uh, okay. But yeah, it's usually kind of a give and take. Like there's uh, usually first time through, we'll either watch the movie together or I'll, or I'll watch it and I'll kind of list like, okay, here's the moments where I think we need music, and then he'll usually give his thoughts he usually wants way more music than i do and i usually want way less than he does mm-hmm. and so it's kind of we've usually mm-hmm. been meet in the middle because that's usually probably where it needs to be uh and then yeah from there he just starts playing around with themes and ideas and stuff like that uh and then eventually uh we'll find the thing that we're like ah okay that's mm-hmm. the movie right that that bit there is the movie and then from there he can start building out from cool. that okay um so so he he yeah. has quite a bit of mm-hmm. his own Totally. Control, but yeah 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 exactly so and like, it sounds like you guys have a medium minds because of your long yeah exactly yeah, like we work really well together and we for sure we are, we are able to communicate pretty well together and we're both very open to experimentation and yeah. stuff like that so like with nostalgia it was really cool because he uh would basically take uh non-electronic instruments but then he would just play them weird like there's a ton of saxophone and electric nostalgia but you mm-hmm. don't realize it because they play it, it never sounds like a yeah sax- never sounds no, like a saxophone yeah. so they would like do things to it in post-production or they would just play it incorrectly or mm-hmm. like they would do a lot of 
they just recorded a bunch of weird sounds oh, and cool, then he yeah. made music out of whatever random sounds he could find so it was really cool he would just send stuff and it would just be like it, it almost sounded it like sounded like electronic but also organic it like uh -huh. it, yeah. would, it wouldn't just synth music which you and hear it a lot definitely yeah. contributes i mean yeah. it is definitely sure, a yeah. mood setting yeah like it, it is very in it's it's very in line with the film. Yeah, I yeah, would say. It, yeah, yeah, it yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. It, it, sure. it adds. It does not distract. It does not distract or detract. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's one of the huge challenges so of music. Yeah. It's just like how yeah. do we need it to be there and we need it to have its effect, but mm -hmm. we don't need it to distract. Right. right. We don't want yeah. people to be it's thinking that about the thing music you right want now. People to notice. Yeah. Second or third, yeah, you know, exactly. you, yeah. it's like, oh, wait a minute, that's the, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then and, and that's Vinnie Hogan, that's correct. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. uh, is there a way to listen to Vinnie's stuff? Is there, does he have a, a, a you I can, love listening to soundtrack stuff. I just, yeah, yeah, um, Electric Nostalgia is on the score is on iTunes right sure now, is. um, so you can go there Sweet and action. then, um, buy it for yourself, yeah, and then, which is yeah. why I mean, that's why I love. You know, back when when Star Wars first came out and all those, that was the only thing you could take home. You could, yeah, you, there, you, yeah. You, you, mm -hmm. you, there were no video, there wasn't uh, DVDs coming out. There mm -hmm. wasn't the only thing you had was the so you could take the the soundtrack home yeah. and and replay the the movie within the soundtrack. And it's why yeah. all of us know who John Williams is. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. We can't name half the classical composers, but John Williams, oh, on yeah. point. We all know well, that. All of his stuff. My wife has never watched Harry Potter. She read it just recently, but she, we've never, she never watched the film. Hey, so you watch we're them all watching in them. Yes, yeah, so we're doing right now. Nice. And of course, that music, which again, John Williams. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's so, so many things that he's done, and everything is unique. Everything you go, I know what that is, that what that yeah. movie that yeah, belongs what that, to. What that's yeah. From. yeah. Um, and it's amazing. So I, yeah. Movie and composers, I think, are, you know, Danny Elfman, um, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. Mark Mothersbaugh. There's so many great composers Mark. out there, and, yeah. and what they do is they make things unique. And I think that Vinny's done a lot of good stuff. That it'd be great to be able to hear that as well. So yeah, yeah. And did, yeah. He totally. do that? did he do that? The the setup for the the the, the teaser trailer as well. Um, I actually did that one's the teaser trailer is kind of a mix of mm -hmm. uh, some stock music that I just kept layering other mm -hmm. stuff on top of. So I actually did most of that. Um, and then, but yeah, we've already started, he's already started sending me some stuff. We haven't even shot the movie yet. We're not even some fundraising <laughs> yeah, and he's already he's sending like, me some Here's what I think it should sound like. Yeah. Right? So well, it's exciting. Yeah. You've set a definite mood. Yeah. 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 I unless do, you, I unless like you go in a totally different direction. Yeah. yeah. I think you've set a, a mood not only for uh, investors, uh, yeah. uh, as well as, as for, for people who, I, I'm excited to see it. I know that will maybe a year, year and a half, but you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's exciting. Just the idea of not only wanting to invest in something, but then to be able to wait and, and, and see it because it looks like it's going to be phenomenal. And you don't usually get a teaser trailer this far out. Um, <laughs> right? and it's got a ca great cast as well. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I was so excited when I saw that post. Oh, gosh, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. so many great people. Yeah, and, yeah. We're yeah. very fortunate. Yeah. Very excited about the cast we've gotten to put together. Yeah. Yeah. You should, as well, you should be yeah. there. They're phenomenal. Um, do you have any genres you're thinking of tackling next? Looking mm. ahead, is there a genre mm. you want to tackle? Uh, rom-com horror would be right, yeah. <laughs> rom-com. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's the Shifter sequel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I'm very open. Like I love all movies. Like so far, mm -hmm. we've made a lot of thrillers and stuff like that. So it would be would be fun to do something uh, different. But like, it just kind of depends on in the moment what I'm yeah right what, what I'm inspired by. Yeah. Right on. Here, just. Shifter, the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> 50 first dates. 
Oh. Like, because she's <laughs> always... Sorry, it's really bad. It's the best thing to come up with on the cuff. Oh, off the cuff. Yeah. Off the cuff. That's we'll, it. We'll get to work on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm Don't. So <laughs> I mean, I'd, if I'd you did it. it, it'd be brilliant. I'd watch it. <laughs> I'd fund it. Yeah. Um, but okay, uh, just yeah, we'll saying, do oh, we'll you, do don't have to, you don't have to. Let's get Shifter made. <laughs> So, uh, and then we can talk rom-com. Right. There you go. Uh, so uh, what have you, got, have you guys got that coming up? Have you guys been doing anything recently that bes- between Electric Nostalgia and this that people need to be um, knowing about? Let's see. What have we been done? Uh, Fleeting Light. Yeah, Fleeting uh, Light was a uh, documentary we made, um, which was very cool. It recently should, played on yeah. OETA uh, a couple months ago, which was very cool. Very exciting. How did I miss this? Yeah. Is that, is that, is that, is that on our app, what? do you think? Um. Probably not some a, local stuff that's on the OETA app. I don't know if maybe I don't know. Sure it was it was a couple months ago. I'm not sure how often they switch that stuff out. But, that. Uh, but yeah, that was yeah. that was very exciting. Yeah, very that was cool. awesome. Um, that's awesome. And mostly I'm, focusing on this, getting shifter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most ninety nine percent of the focus <laughs> is, <laughs> is on this, <laughs> and specifically on the Indiegogo. Yeah, shifterfilm.com. Anybody else? Yeah. So so yeah, where can people find? First off, Planet Thunder. Uh, Planet Thunder, planetthunderfilms.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're also on Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Instagram. Is it just Planet Thunder Films on Twitter? Uh, Twitter is just pl- at Planet Thunder. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Fantastic. And search for uh, Planet Thunder Films on Facebook as well. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Should pop yeah. right up. Do you guys have like Instagram? Do you also do that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. There you go. I was going to say, I mean, you're missing out if you're <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not doing something on no, Instagram. Yeah. See, yeah. I don't do Instagram, but I'm in radio. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I, try have, not to take I have actually anything. sprinkled little links all over our social media. Love so it. if you have any confusion, you. just go to one of our Okiki social medias and you'll find links to the. Perfect. Both Planet Thunder and to the Indiegogo. And Jacob, you're also on Twitter as well. Yeah. What's your, what's your Twitter handle? Um, at Boom Digadown. Right. I still love hearing that. <laughs> I know. And I never Jake, tire and, of and it. And Zachary, yours is? Uh, mine is at Left Eye Burns. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, guys, anything else? Go go to uh, Indiegogo. Yeah, please yeah, go, go to shifterfilm.com. You have contribute. Oh, I didn't please. want to check that. What did you got? You got, um, oh, I didn't. You have uh, 13 days left. So just a little less yes. than two weeks yeah. and uh, trying to raise 30000 this movie. Yeah. Yes. Make it happen, I will guys. kiss you on the cheek. Because it's important. Unless that's not your thing. That's right. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Unless you have boundary issues. In right. Case, I won't and I'll give you like an, uh, an air hug. Just, right. just contribute either way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. And those are great things that you can get things. You know, mugs, t-shirts. There's mm-hmm. things yeah. you can get. Enamel so, pins, people. And know that you've produced a great film. You've been part of it. Yeah. So exactly. That's fantastic. Absolutely. And Okie made. Yeah. 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 S- support Oklahoma art. Yeah. We love, Please. and we love Planet Thunder and we love Cinema yeah, right. So I think. Yeah. So keep us informed on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's great. Thank you very much, guys. And uh, that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our website at okigeek.com, also on Twitter and Facebook at Okigeek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. Devin, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? You can find me in the Twitterverse at Weba. That's Whiskey Unicorn Victor Victor Alpha. And you can find me at KOSU 
Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also, rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Jacob Leighton Burns and Zachary Burns, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Gavin Green. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>